welcome to the Ruby Slipper Podcast. You have everything inside you to live your life on purpose. Just click your heels, step into your Ruby Slippers and head home to yourself. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Ruby Slipper Podcast. I am Rosie. Thank you so much for joining me and choosing to put this podcast in your ears today. I hope as always that it brings you an immense amount of value to your day and life. I am going to be talking to you today about dealing with negative people, how to deal with negative people because God knows they are everywhere. (laughs) It's just the way the world is, unfortunately, but also depends on how you look at it because these people can present to us an amazing opportunity for us to fine tune our skills in patience empathy, understanding, compassion, and problem solving. So, I mean, look, there are always exceptions to the rule, especially when it comes to people that are narcissistic and you just need to get away from them. So, I'm probably not talking about people that have narcissistic tendencies where it doesn't matter what you do, you know, they're always the victim Uh, And they're always trying to bring other people down in order to make themselves more powerful. Um, Although, you know, some of these, some of these skills will, uh, will help you with navigating them. But, you know, if you've got someone like that in your life, you want to be doing as much as you can to remove them or yourself from situation or if it's kind of unavoidable to extremely distance yourself from them. So how to deal with them. You need to think about how, you want to show up and how you want to behave and how you want to respond to situations because you can't control other people, okay? It doesn't matter whether someone is as negative as they could possibly be. Like there, there is not another cell in their body that could absorb any more negativity. They're just like they exude negativity. If the sun is shining, it's too bright. If the sun isn't bright enough, it's not, like if it's not shining, then, you know, there's just always something wrong, right? So you get what I'm saying. So you need to decide how you want to show up around them because you can't control them, okay? You can only control yourself. So if you're just thinking about people that I've worked with and that I've helped with this kind of stuff. So say if you're in a situation when you're at work, for example, and you are around someone who constantly, constantly points out that there is a rain cloud everywhere, whether it's like with work or other people or whatever, you can choose to engage in it, which is generally what we do first. So when we start to gain awareness and go, okay, this is the kind of person that I want to be, then we start to go, okay, well, I can help people. I can really, really help them and I can show them how to be positive and I can present them with another opportunity or a different way to look at things, a new perspective, blah, blah, blah. And generally you do that and realize that that doesn't really work (laughs) because again, you can't change people that are completely unconscious and don't want to change themselves. If they don't see a problem with themselves, their behavior or anything like that, like why would they even bother changing? Because they literally can't see anything wrong with it. So the best thing that you can do to deal with them is to decide, okay, how much do I want to engage in this? So an example that One girl that I have worked with, she was talking about a situation where at work, 
everyone would gather in the lunchroom for morning tea or lunch. And then there was this one lady in there that would just rain on everyone. Someone would talk about their weekend and she would always have something to bring it down or she'd done something better, blah, blah, blah. You know, we all know there's people like that out there. And so she said to me, I just don't know what to do. Like going to work is just so exhausting. I feel so drained. How do I like navigate this person? And I said, well, do you have to go into the lunchroom? So first thing is if you're around them and it's an unavoidable situation, look at, really assess that situation and go, okay, is it really as unavoidable as what I think it is? So say, for example, if it's a friend that you're catching up with and you go for coffee for, and it's just like whinge, 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 complain, complain, complain. You don't have to say yes to going to coffee with them. You don't have to do it. No one's holding a gun at your head to go and do it. So if you know that, that that's what it's going to be like and you know you're going to leave that situation feeling drained and you still say yes to it, that's on you. That's not on your friend at all, at all, because you are fully aware of what it's going to be like and you choose to go into it. But if you're in a situation where it's at work, for example, and it's a little bit hard to avoid, look at how you can remove yourself. So when I was talking to this girl, I said, you know, do you need to go into the lunchroom? Is that something that you have to do? Is it something that is a condition of you working there? And she said, well, no, I don't have to. It's just what everyone does. And so this is the thing. No, the first, You need to like stop and start questioning things because so many people just operate on autopilot. They don't even think to go, well, can I do something different? So I said to her, well, what's your work office like? Can you go outside and she's like well yeah actually I can uh so I said to her you know why don't you go outside and eat your lunch out there we previously talked about things that make her feel good and being outdoors in fresh air with sunshine which generally makes every human feel good because it's a biological need uh that made her feel really good so I said to her we'll just do that and then she was like but you know they're going to ask me why why am I going outside to eat my lunch or why am I not sitting in the lunchroom talking to everyone? And I said, well, why do you enjoy being outside? Like, what is it that you get out of that? And she was like, well, it makes me feel good. And I said, so tell them that. If they come to you and say, you know, what are you going outside for? Because it makes me feel good. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy sitting in the sun. It makes me feel really good. Like, what's someone going to say to that? Oh, you know, silly you. There's no comeback for it because you're not talking about them. You're not talking about the situation. You're talking about the fact that you're doing something that makes you feel better. And, you know, if someone's really threatened by that, they'll be like, oh, gosh, you're one of those people that, you know, has to get fresh air to feel good. Then just go, yep, actually, I am guilty. totally guilty. I just makes me feel good. I'm not getting enough at the moment. So I'm heading out there and that's it. And then they'll like, they've got nothing sooner or later. They've got nothing. So assessing the situation, looking at ways you can exit the way you, you can minimize your time around them. See Rosie with her ruby slippers on trying to find them underneath the mountains of motherhood. Follow her Instagram at Rosie Nerny. Another thing that you can do when you're around negative people is not engage in the conversation. So don't make deposits into it. So initially when you decide you want to help people and you want to, you know, bring them enlightenment and awareness and all that kind of stuff, we go and try and convince people that, you know, come on my path, come on my path. This is the way. See the light. And uh, that just annoys people. So if you are doing that, 
I know that you have good intentions because I did the same thing. So speaking from experience, it's just annoying people. Don't do it. So if you're having conversations with negative people, then you're like, but you know, what about this way? Have you seen it this way? And because again, they have no awareness, they have no consciousness, they can't see it from that point of view. They literally can't see it at all. It's like being colorblind, right? You're telling them it's red and they're like, no, 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 it's not. It's green. It's green. It's green. They can't see it unless they make a choice to pick up the colorblind glasses, which I don't even know if that exists, but for the purpose of my story, it does, to pick them up and put them on. They don't actually know that there is another possibility and you can't force them to do that because if you do, they're just going to rip them straight off again because they're not ready. So anytime you make a deposit into their story that irritates them, that aggravates them, that causes them to like hold on to their negative beliefs even more, all you're doing is creating a rift in your relationship with them and making it longer for them to find awareness, the light, consciousness, whatever you want to call it. Let me give you an example of what that might look like. So let's say, oh, food. Let's talk about food, shall we? Because it's always a hot topic that brings up lots of passions in people. And say that you have decided to cut dairy out of your diet. And in doing so, you notice that all the snot that used to be in your household had disappeared because you discovered that dairy is directly linked. And what it actually does is form mucus in the body. So you have cut dairy out of your family's or your own diet. Dairy also linked to asthma, allergies, eczema, all of those things. And so you cut dairy out and this happened to you and it was the most amazing thing that happened. And you're so excited about it and you're thinking of someone that constantly complains about them being sick, their kids being sick, their kids getting eczema, all of this kind of stuff. And you're like, oh my God, I've got to tell them to get off dairy. I've got to tell them to do it. So you call them and you're like, oh, I've got to tell you what happened. We've been seeing this lady. She's been helping us with our diet. We cut dairy out. The kids' allergies have disappeared. All the snot's gone. Like all this kind of stuff has happened. And they're like, oh God, so you turn into one of those healthy people, have you? Oh, no, no. Like I'm not like going hardcore into it or anything like that. Like I just, you know, I just want to cut the dairy out. And, you know, I know that you like struggle with the stuff with the kids and, and yourself. And I just want to tell you about it. Oh, so I'm fine. Like we don't eat much dairy anyway. And I'm not going to go cut it out. Like I'm not going to deprive my kids of like yogurt and stuff like that. Like what kind of parent would I be if I did that? And you'd be like, oh, oh, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying you're going to deprive them. So you have that initial conversation and they'll butt back at you. And then you find that the next time you have the conversation, things start to get a little bit narkier because you have really challenged a way of life for this person that they are not ready to look at. Okay. So, I mean, for those of you that don't know me, I have a big business that involves health and wellness products, um, including essential oils. And there are people that have started using the essential oil and have loved them and have had them in their life. And then they go around other people that are just like so against that kind of stuff. And they'll walk into the room and one lady told me about a story of this lady that said to her, oh, are you wearing that oil stuff? Oh, I can't stand the smell of it. Like it's what perfume's made of, seriously. But just so closed to there being something else out there than what she knew. So then they start to attack it. So 
by all means, don't not share your story. Don't not tell people that you've had success, but maybe just be careful with how many deposits you decide to put in. If you put a deposit in and you feel a pushback, I would stop at number one. I wouldn't keep going. If you put a deposit in to the conversation and you feel curiosity coming from the other side or they want to understand more, they want to learn more, they're intrigued by what you've been through, continue to make deposits. But if you feel, and you know, again, I'm always encouraging people to tune into their intuition. It is a real thing. It is there for a reason. We have an internal guidance system. We just are trained out of feeling it. So when you feel into that, you'll be able to gauge how the conversation is going. And based on that, you will know whether to continue making deposits or to have just made that one, cut your losses and leave. Leave the conversation and talk about something else. Like, you know, maybe you and that friend have a lot of other things in common that you can talk about. Maybe it's not the food. Thanks for being part of our purpose. The Ruby Slipper podcast is kept ad-free so we don't annoy the shit out of you with ads. If you'd like to keep it that way and receive exclusive gifts from Rosie, please click on the Patreon link, which you can find in the show notes or at rosynerney.com. This is not an ad. It's a subject that I teach in one of my online courses. And when I talk about navigating negativity, it isn't about avoiding negativity because if you try and avoid negativity, you will be locked in your home forever. And even there, the second you turn the TV on, if you put anything mainstream on, it like comes at you like a military brigade shooting you. Like there's so much negativity. You use social media, there's negativity on there. So it doesn't matter where you go, you're going to be around it. It's not about avoiding it. It's about learning to navigate it. And in order to learn to navigate it, you have to set up your systems first, what your standards are, what you're prepared to invest into, what you're prepared to not invest into. You need to have that awareness before you're going into the conversations. You need to have that awareness around how you feel when you go into certain shops, certain situations, any kind of area or environment or person that you find where you feel negative. You know what I'm talking about. I know you do. I know that you are having situations go through your head right now, even shops. Like I would walk into a shop sometime and I'm just like, oh, I just don't get a really good vibe in here. So don't go, don't go in there. Like you don't have to. If it's people, obviously they're a little bit different, but it's not about avoiding them. Okay. It's about learning to navigate them and gathering tools to be able to help you navigate them. So making a list, what things make you feel negative, what things make you feel good, and then making sure that on the list of the feel good stuff that you are increasing that, that you're having more of that in your life than the negative list in your life. Because the more stuff that you have in your life that makes you feel good, the more stronger, I guess, that doesn't really sound right, does it? Anyway, it is what it is you're going to be in navigating the negativity. And the more you do stuff that makes you feel really good, the less you're going to want to engage in the stuff that makes you feel really rubbish and be around the people that make you feel really rubbish. So like even in relation to community groups and school things and stuff like that, like I was involved with some stuff with my girls, uh, with their school, and I set myself a limit. And I, I knew that I was going to be around negative people. I knew that I was going to be coming up against people that were like telling me, blah, 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 like all this stuff that really they're just uneducated. They don't have the same level of understanding 
about the certain topic we were talking about that I do. And so I prepared myself before I went into it and I set myself with a time limit. I said, I'm going to go into this. I'm going to give it six months. If in that period of time, we haven't moved in the direction that I know is in the beneficial health of the children and the school that I'm trying to help, then I'm exiting. I flat refuse to give any more of my time, my life, my energy into a situation where I'm like making so many deposits and I'm getting nothing back. It's draining. It's so, so, so draining. So I set myself a time limit. So if you know you're going to be in some kind of like a negative situation or you are thinking, I really want to tackle this. I really want to go into this. I really want to make a positive change, but I know the environment I'm going into is completely opposite to the way I want to live set yourself a time frame and go into it with that time frame and say, right, this is what I'm going to do because I know this is going to drain me. I know there's going to be people in here that drain me. I'm going to do the best that I can. And if I'm not moving towards the outcome that I'm after within X amount of time, I'm out. Set that boundary for yourself because when you do that, you feel empowered and it makes you feel good. And if you're in a situation like if you've got a work thing coming up or whatever, community group, whatever it is, where you know the negativity vibes are going to be increased, you have a responsibility to double increase the feel-good stuff. So maybe if you go for a walk twice a week and it makes you feel really good, if you're going to be in an environment that is more draining and more negative, you've got to do good, do that walk three times a week. You've got to make sure the balance is more positivity, feel-good stuff, less negativity, no matter what. Because as soon as that balance flips and you've got more negativity and less positivity, that's when you're going to be going into really, really dark head spaces. You're not going to be feel-good. You're going to be tired. You're going to be lethargic, all of that kind of stuff. So if you want more on that, please go to my website, www.rosynoni.com. Click on work with me and check out my online course because I go in depth with that. And we also have a Facebook group attached to that that you can jump into and I'll chat to you about all that kind of stuff. So I hope that's helped. I hope that you got some gems out of it. And I hope that by listening to this, you will have less negativity in your life and more tools to navigate it when it comes up. Take care, you guys. Have an amazing rest of your day, your week. And I look forward to chatting to you on the next episode. Shine in your ruby slippers and get weekly inspiration. Join Rosie's mailing list at www.rosynerney.com.